0: Everybody, welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Mark Pravratsky, and I'm joined by someone who has played 90 college games and counting with 28 goal, 29 goals, 28 assists to show for it. I'm pretty sure you're the all-time assist leader for the NSIC, but I, I need to confirm it. Maybe you are aware of that with certainty, but it's Bryn, is it Deezins?
1: Deezins. Deezins.
0: Thank you for joining Equal Time.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And it's also something I, we joked before I went live, but I I was made aware that this is Bryn's birthday. So happy birthday and giving the equal time viewers a gift. uh, What a generous thing to do. Thanks for taking the time out. Thank you. So I I wanted to get, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if this has been the case um, your whole time in, in Mankato, but you're the only Wisconsinite on the team. You know, you, a lot of times with recruiting and even like D2 level, you'll kind of sense patterns because coaches know each other and they kind of like, oh yeah, you'll get a trickle. I, I just want to know the story how you ended up there because it seems like um, a unique thing compared to where the other players are from.
1: Yeah, it's kind of something I'll joke around calling like the only Wisconsin um, player on the team. But um, originally I was supposed to go to a different school in the conference and then I decided um wasn't really the best fit for me. So then yeah. I kind of just found Mankato and kind of fell at home. And then from there, the rest is history, I guess. They uh,
0: where did they, do you, do you know, you know, where did, did they find you and reach out to you? Like in terms of just seeing you at a tournament or, I mean, cause like, I don't know. I honestly don't know if uh, Brian, the coach, you know, like drives to Eastern Wisconsin to watch Green Bay stuff. But-
1: no, actually, um, I reached out and the coach I was going to go to the school for, um, also put in a good word. So I was the one who initially reached, reached out okay. to Cato here.
0: Okay. Well, luck, lucky them. It seems like it worked out. That's good. Yeah. Well, good to know your, your decision seems to have paid off. Um, and I mean, for someone who wasn't, um, you know, approached by the coaches for someone who approached them, you played a lot as a freshman. It wasn't as if you weren't, uh. You weren't you know like they had to play their favorite so i mean what do you remember about that transition and actually just stepping right in and how that adjustment was
1: um definitely as every freshman i'm sure has gone through it's pretty hard at first to kind of jump to the level of play um but i had a lot of good mentors on the team that i played under them and um kind of just took each practice and each game as a stepping stone and a learning opportunity to not only better myself but learn from mistakes and whatnot mm-hmm. so when I saw minutes, it was kind of like take it and run with it kind of mentality. You like show them what you got, prove to who them who you are and what you're capable of. So that's kind of like always been my mindset that like never mm-hmm. settle for how you played the game before, always trying to improve and not just yourself, but the people around you. So.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think you had to improve most like to survive in that level? I mean, obviously you, you played well. I mean, you were getting minutes, so it's not as if you were out of place, but what was it? That was the toughest challenge, like thing you had to had to sharpen up or
2: improve to feel. Um, confident?
1: I think a lot of thing is definitely the speed of the game, but also like the physicality there is yeah. in college soccer. Um, Back where I was from, it's, you didn't really see a whole lot of physical players like you do in college. So mm-hmm. just adjusting to that and, being able to like have confidence in yourself that like yeah you are a freshman but you can beat older players you can mm-hmm. be physical and match the level of play and not let that hold you from growing
0: yeah well i mean it's uh yeah i mean speed and also playing <laughs> physical play made me think of mine at which we'll talk later because yeah some teams just want to make it tough for you for sure yeah. um, what do you remember in that first year you went to the NCAA tournament and you got, you had one, you got to play a game at home maybe in Mankato. Was that the year? And, or one of the uh, years you got to play one one. Yeah. So, but you remember, what was it like being in the tournament your freshman year? You know, what do you remember thinking back all the time now where it feels like it was years ago?
1: Yeah, definitely freshman year. because so we played in Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very like surreal opportunity. Like you Found out you made the roster and that was just kind of like the first step and be like oh my hard work's paying off but then mm-hmm. I remember in the games it was it could be intimidating at times playing down like the Oklahoma teams and I remember we won the first game super exciting and then I believe it was Central Oklahoma or we played at their mm-hmm. stadium and I remember the fan section they had every single player's name everything about <laughs> you they would just be chirping at you and repeating <laughs> you kind of had to like Nice. Um, mentally blocked that all out. And I think it yeah. was like the biggest thing I remembered was just like, how mm-hmm. so intense people got when it came to like tournament play compared to yeah. conference play.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: it's look, I mean, you know, we, I, I laugh cause I thought, you know, I was really one of those people cause I was not a college. Yet. So I would have been, I tried to change it to where it was only positive things though. So like it mm-hmm. would distract you, but it wasn't negative or just, you know, so yeah, try to not be, <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's every year, if yeah, if you make the tournament, I mean, the way it, it matches up with the region, you go down to Oklahoma, you go to Missouri, it's the same couple uh, big teams you kind of have to face each time. Um, what do you remember sophomore year? You took a huge step forward, I mean, in terms of just out, uh, offensive output, because you had 10 goals, 16 assists. What went right that year, Yeah, I mean, to get you into that position? To, to well,
1: definitely, I think that team had a lot of chemistry and a lot of, like, faith in each other. And I know personally, I was just kind of like really confident in how I built off election year going into sophomore year, kind of like mm-hmm. I trusted myself. I believed in myself and pushed the efforts. And I know a lot of my assists came from um, corners or just beating people on the outside. So I think just in that aspect, um, just trusting my team. And then when scoring goals was just like trusting your abilities, just capitalizing on big moments and making the most out of it. But definitely probably the most exciting year.
0: Yeah. Did you have years? I mean, you were successful in high school. I know you like you were all state honorable mention the one year at least. But did you um have offensive production like that in high school too, where you'd have, you know, years with with that much goal and yeah. assist?
1: Not as many as assists. Um more so I had a lot more goals. That mm-hmm. was kind of my main responsibility. Um
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I kind of played more, we played more of like a two front. So mm-hmm that was more goal production whereas when I had all my assists it was more so I was more of an outside forward so it allowed uh, you to stretch the field and be there for like crosses and that kind of play so mm-hmm. definitely that was a big change too versus always yeah. scoring and being more of an assist taker
0: yeah well it's I mean it, it also you know players are better when there's talent around them too and you have a lot of offensive weapons around you so it is it kind of <laughs> like you know it breeds success on success because you know you all can feed off of that and you have I mean a couple of the people you've been with them five years now so I mean like Jenny Vetter, who of course is you know breaking her own records of, mm-hmm. of goals she's been you know you've been right there with her five years along with like I think there's three or four other players who still are from your freshman class yep.
1: right yep N- Nadia Flowery and Katie Brown
0: right so I mean talk about that crew and just how that like you know having that chemistry for that long that's the thing of these COVID years that people have gotten is it's just like the super seniors and all of the experience um it you know it makes for good stories too I mean because it's there's a lot of like legacy and things but how has it been for you all the obviously some people graduated or they're not there um what's that chemistry like in the squad
1: um definitely super super special um we've been in those big games and we know what people have gone Mm -hmm. through or going through during tournament play and i think us being there to like show and guide our younger players is kind of like um something most teams i think um can relate that is really really Mm -hmm. helped them and um definitely the chemistry is super super special and Mm -hmm. it's nice being able to share another another year with my girls and really Mm -hmm. bring the intensity and like go out with a bang Mm -hmm. not not just let people walk over us like set the tone for the rest of the people and be like, this is the legacy we've had before us. Like mm-hmm. we have standards, we need to live up to them. So just being there to like continuously push and share these last few games together is super, super, super special.
0: Mm-hmm. How is it? I mean, it, and I mean the blessing of uh, for the coach and for the team is having the experience and of course like established talent. The downside of the extra year is for the young players. I mean, there's a lot of players you just, you just know who don't, who aren't, aren't playing as much as they, you know, may have if there were, you know, people didn't stay or Mankato anyway, you know, you carry an, a huge roster when I, if you go to a game, it's so, you see it very literally because the bench is, when I was there, so my brother and I came and called a game for the stream and um, it was quite cold that day, but you could see all the Mankato, the bench for Minnesota state, just all standing and making noise. So clearly, you know, we were saying on the stream, Uh, you know clearly at least visually in what we're hearing like the players either putting on a great show or they seem to really be supporting the starters and the people who are playing so I do wonder for you as someone who I mean you kind of always do get to play but for the players who aren't playing for the people who are younger and how do you think they stay in the chemistry of the team and how does it how does the team stay together when so many of the players aren't playing because you have 30 or you know you have so many
1: right yeah um We definitely talk about the importance of like knowing your role on the team. And I think a lot of the players um, who may not see as many minutes or um, get a few minutes, they know that like, yeah, they may not be contributing on the field. But like if they're there to hype the team up, like encourage Mm -hmm. everybody, like they're making an impact. They're keeping the game intense, keeping everybody pushing forward. We're like in points of the games they can be dropping. But definitely the bench is probably one of our biggest strengths, just having yeah. everybody hyped, keeping everybody into the game, motivated, always pushing, like definitely something super special. Like when I come off the field, it's like something you love to be around. Like everyone's so excited for you. Everyone wants everybody to do the best. So uh-huh. the bench is kind of like a little secret weapon, I would say, just for yeah. the
0: there's a factor for sure because at the very least, you know, like watching the game too, I mean, at the very least, it would be annoying like at the, to the other team. So like at the very least when you're tired and you're like, why are they freaking screaming? So like it would at least distract them to be, you know, right. so like, if not irritate them. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like trash talk where you're like, you know, it's not totally going to change the game, but like maybe I'm getting in someone's head a little bit. And yeah, nice. it is, there's a factor, there's a factor. It's good. And it, and, you know for you all to keep going too like motivated for them cuz so you're like they're cheering they're not even on the field so that's right. cool it's a cool thing and it's easy to see obviously because you hear it <laughs> you hear it and it makes it fun to watch the games um and also the dads are sorry since oh, I, yeah. the parents of the air raid siren old school like uh, that was cool I like that and, and that would annoy me if I was the other yeah. team too <laughs> Um, I want to do one more question before I take a quick break to read our ad uh, sponsor I just wanted to ask you you know you spent time playing for Green Bay Glory at least you know like I don't know if it was one summer if it was in high school when you were playing club
2: summer, yeah.
0: Yeah. so I mean I, I don't know if you saw the way they kind of took a big step up in profile this year where they were like on you know local broadcast and playing in the minor league baseball. Like, did you see any of that? Kind of, I wonder what you thought of kind of your local kind of team getting that a bit more shine.
1: Yeah, it's definitely super cool. Um, I did follow them a lot. I didn't play at all this summer, but I followed them. And like, even when I played, they always had high standards for the way they wanted to yeah. progress their team. So it's really awesome and really cool to see them taking those extra steps and really like pushing their team out there and making a big impact in the community. It's definitely yeah. super
0: they were and they there and they got you know credit to them they were competitive against aurora who really didn't like mm-hmm. struggle against many teams and they got a tie in the opening game and they were really competitive at home too it was fun they were both easily the two most um uh public facing of that league in terms of like good stream and it makes it it makes it look better so it's cool to see right. really got players got a lot of shine and it was cool to see like some of the players who had been from Green Bay a while back were coaching and, you know, it was Mm -hmm. a It's fun to see good things next year. I'm sure too. Um, I'll take us, I'll take a break to read a sponsor for uh, Pence homes who supports our work. The show is brought to you by Pence homes, whether you're buying or selling or looking to do some projects in your current home, Nate and Lydia can help you find what you need, need financing for a basement remodel, looking to add a second bath or even a workspace. Now that you're working from home, Pence homes and their preferred lender, Angie Shearer with luminant financing can help find the right financing tool for you. Go to PenceHomes.com to learn more or find them on social media at pence homes thank you pence homes uh so let's dive into this year a little bit because you're i mean you're right in the heat of it um still technically unbeaten for the last 18 games because it was a brute you know tough pk loss against minot yeah. i just so obviously teams only lost once so i mean what this team you win every year but what makes this team great specifically and what may be different than you know last year or the other teams you've been a part of in mankato
1: Um, I think this team, this part that probably makes a little bit more different is we have a lot more offensive like power. Um, We have a lot more people who are strategically offensively gifted. And I think Mm -hmm. that um, that really has shown in the past few games um, Mm -hmm. that like we are able to attack, whereas other teams are more technically um, strong in like the midfield aspects. I think Mm -hmm. just the difference is the speed and the ability of people to pick on and Mm -hmm. as well as the extra COVID year. So having more experience and like Mm -hmm. starting lineups definitely sets it apart from other years for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can see the way people play specific roles. I mean, that is a value and people know what their strength is and they know that's what they get to do. Like where you have you and you, and also, I mean, I don't know if, I mean, Tell me if I'm off on this, but it seemed like watching the couple games I have this year, you do a lot of interchanging, like a lot of flexibility between like where better will be, where you will be, you'll move to different space, Mathis, you know, like all the. So I I don't know if that's really, it seems like you have a good chemistry in terms of being able to do that. Right.
1: Definitely a lot of players are able to adapt on the fly. Mm -hmm. That really is a good Strategy we have and a good key focus we have in the games. If we need to make those small adjustments, we can do them easily without
2: right. winning the
1: momentum of our play.
0: Mm-hmm. And kind of putting the other defense on their back feet mm-hmm. by just switching, like, oh, Vetter's over here now. This, you know, she's running in the wing. Yeah, that's yeah. It was yeah, it makes it fun to watch. Um, the biggest win. I mean, congrats. We didn't have anybody on after this where you beat Grand Valley State. Mm-hmm. That must have been. I can't imagine because they were number one in the country, obviously, mm-hmm. they're last year's national champion, they're, they're, you know, maybe the biggest D2 power, right? So, I mean, talk about that win. What do you remember from that?
1: Um, That was probably the best step in the right direction we could take. Um, I remember uh, the game was super, super hype, and it was just everyone, like, was giving it their all, and you would have – couldn't even imagine how crazy the bench was going. Everyone was uh-huh. giving it everything they had, and basically everyone fought till the end, and people were, like, dead after the game because we yeah. just – we believed in each other. We believed that we could win. So that was just like Mm -hmm. amazing feeling when you come out with the win against the number one team in the nation.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's really, I mean, for you who you've been to the tournament and Mankato traditionally makes it there, but you know, you haven't had, I'm sure you all believe you can make a deep, the deepest run, you know, you've ever made to make it past where you've been before. And so that must just give you a lot of confidence. I, I would imagine it would make you feel like you're strong, you know, for a run in the tourney. Right yeah yeah
1: for sure awesome. yes
0: and ones i mean one zero so yeah that must have been a nail biter at the end that is the one of the weirdness of college um soccer counting down the end literally saying 10 9 8 which it's a bit silly in the context of the game but it makes a really good drama at the end when player, like a yeah. player's literally running you know so that yeah i'm sure that was tense <laughs>
1: Yes, for sure. You kind of have to focus in for the last, like you said, last ten seconds. Like anything can happen. So definitely I remember, we were all just kind of like scored, and they were like, "All right, we still have like another five minutes to play. Like you really have to lock it down here." And it was,
0: yeah,
1: anxiety to the end. <laughs>
0: yeah, must have been a must have been a good bus ride back. Yeah, from uh, right. from that from that trip. Um, talk about my not. So we I we did uh, yesterday. I watched, we watched the first half of the game. I'd just gotten off four days of bartending. So apology viewers that we didn't do the whole game, but it went went into overtime and was a zero, zero. So, you know, so maybe it was okay. We just did a half, but my not, it looks like they're just brutal to play against. Like they they give up very few goals because they they know what they're going to do. They sit back. Um, I was having a hard time, you know, being more sophisticated in describing how they, you know, muck it up, but they just put, you know, Everyone but one forward behind, it looked like. What did you mm-hmm. you must be really frustrated to not get goals against them. What do they do to to make it such a slog fest?
1: Uh, they're a very, very defensively organized team. Um, they are good at backing the box game numbers behind, so like it limits chances and um, mm-hmm. I think when they play us, they always an extremely good game and they're always one of the teams we know are gonna give you a hard time. So it's kind of we have to finish opportunities when we get them and just mm-hmm. kind of find ways to break their lines but yeah they get numbers back quickly
0: mm-hmm. and they and they did have a couple they actually had a few really good um very quick counters which they have to be able to do but then you know it's basically two or three players up and if they don't combine perfectly then it's back to defense so but they 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 found their moments and it, they actually could have snuck um they could have snuck back pass Bemidji if they, you know, if they, if they've taken one, but um, talk about how you focus your mindset in this interim, because you don't technically know you're in the tournament, but you know, you do know rankings and you know, likelihoods and you know, you, you kind of know you need to prepare for it. So just what's your mindset in terms of preparing, but not knowing the opponent, not knowing, you know, the exact focus, how do you handle this time before the selection happens next week?
1: Um, Definitely. I think a lot of us are focusing in on like what we can control. And when we go out on the field, the next time we play, we want to like really bring the heat kind of use what happened to us as a learning lesson to like um, Mm -hmm. not rest on what you have before and to always be the aggressor, have that Mm -hmm. mindset of pushing forward, um, bringing the heat and kind of like kind of play a little pissed off because Uh we got, we got stuff to prove and we want to make, that deep run. So I think we're focusing on that, but also like being realistic that there's opportunities we might see teams we've already placed again and we just have to yeah. play our game and not play their game, play what we know, play yeah. how Minnesota soccer plays.
0: Right. Yeah, especially coming off like a 00 you, you're like, well, look, we just need, if we know we can do our offensive thing, you know, we need to focus on what we're doing in terms mm-hmm. of like just getting our rhythm. So that makes sense. Um, there's a chance. I mean, so Bemidji is going to be in there. I mean, so how much would you, that, there's a chance you could get selected with Bemidji. How much would you guys like that? Or, you know, that's, would you think- hope for Bemidji or a different team? Because you see him all the time.
1: Um, I don't really think we have an opinion on who we play. We just are just ready to prepare just how we prepare for any team because any team can beat you at any time and it's just who's going to come and play the best game. So I think we're just looking at our next opponent as a challenge that like for us as a team we need to work on and build from and learn from our mistakes and grow to continue moving on. And I think we're just ready for whoever we get selected to play against.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. I'm sure there'll be, yeah, a lot of those, you know, Central Missouri, uh, you know, there'll be a couple of the people we saw last year too. And there was a lot of drama for both you and Bemidji Mm -hmm. and how uh, you went through as well. Um, What's the goal for the team in the tournament? I mean, I'm assuming, you know, say we're saying you're going to be in the tournament. What's the goal of how far uh, this team wants to make it or can make it?
1: Obviously, the end goal is making it out to Seattle. That's what we want to do for sure. But I think goals we want to accomplish each week is just winning. Be that one team that gets to advance, play Mm -hmm. our game, advance to the next round.
0: Yeah, exciting. Yeah. Do you think will that be? Are your? Do you have like family waiting? I mean, that's a drive. It is not easy to like hop down to Oklahoma. Do you have like family? It's your last year, though. Do you have like family waiting to see and who plan to go down?
1: Um. Potentially, my parents might come, but um, I always joke that Jenny's parents are like my Mankato parents, so for sure they're oh, always sure. there for us. So even if you can't make it, it'll definitely be my Mankato family.
0: Even even coming to Mankato is a haul from uh, from Appleton. That's yeah, not easy at all. What is it like five, five is it like five hours?
1: Five and a half.
0: Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not a hop over and back. Um, who's a player? So I mean, we uh, we talked about there's a lot of players who are experienced who get a lot of shine. I'm curious for you. I mean, so you and a bunch of the fifth years will be gone next year. Who's someone who maybe like doesn't play at all, or just someone who doesn't get much um, playing time that you are in training or you're in like games and you're like, they're doing scout, you know, against you or something. And you think, Oh, they might be the next you know, person or someone who will surprise next year. Maybe.
1: Um, I definitely think of course, Melee has a good run and she's a very dynamic offensive player, but, um, I think some of our freshmen had the opportunity to like have been playing really, really solid. Um, Anna Van Weingarten has been playing really solid for us in our holding and mm-hmm. alongside Ashlyn. So I think um, our midfield is going to be pretty strong. And I think those are some good key solid players that like will continue to push us forward if they can lock down together. I think mm-hmm. having a good midfield yeah. really helps in games.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give some other players a chance. We had five years. You guys have taken right. it all. <laughs> yeah it is they'll be yeah it'll be yeah there'll be some there'll be some forward spots open I mean for mm-hmm. for younger players next year that'll be exciting to see who's your favorite team to beat in the NSIC and maybe and also I mean if you also I don't know if there's a grudge from one of your NCAA tournament uh, teams that you specifically would want to beat who have knocked you out like of the NCAAs too I'm curious about that
1: um I don't know if i I don't really know if I have a favorite team to beat in the conference, but definitely mm-hmm. we love to beat central Missouri. That's probably like one of our favorite teams to beat just because uh, they knocked us out last year and yeah. it's always a good game against them. So it's always fun when you can find the way to beat them.
0: Yeah. 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 I just remember all of my memories of watching those games. Uh, from the region where just like the dry grass, like it wasn't snowy, which is nice because Bemidji was snowy as well right. when you played there. But it is, yeah, you're just like the big open, uh, it's all the prairie down there. Basically. Yeah, and it's it like, like
1: soft. Yeah. The grass is soft. So it's like way different from what you're playing here.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would be, yeah. I mean, honestly, at least, I mean, at least it's not like when we talk to the players who, Playing like the Summit League and have to go to Denver and just like fly into the ele- you're like oof that would suck to yeah. fly into the elevation when they live there the whole time yeah uh, what are your favorite y- you spend a lot of time on a bus in the NSIC but also you do get a, sometimes you know you get non conference trips you also maybe I mean maybe have you had one international but I'm wondering what your favorite road trips you've had have been.
1: Um, I think one of my favorite ones this year was definitely. I think we were coming back from Bemidji. We got like a little karaoke machine, and we were uh-huh. just doing karaoke on the bus. So it was kind of fun. Like each person was singing at the top of their lungs. So uh-huh.
2: definitely, <laughs> the
1: karaoke trips or um, just movie trips. We always do like a Halloween themed ones. So we do like okay. haunted house trip. Those are always super fun. And what then, did you
0: do this year for Halloween?
1: Um, we did. We went to a haunted house and it's kind of, it was kind of a fun one. It was like a hayride through like a corn maze. And
2: okay. Then, Yikes.
1: That was one part of it. And then like,
2: uh-uh.
1: we went through like a woods part in different houses. So Do people like, jump like,
0: up and grab you, they grab yeah, you.
1: Actually on the hayride, they could actually like touch you. Mm, so Like will like, whole haunted house. that could touch you. So it's kind of like, oh. I love haunted houses. <laughs> like, Do you? Yeah. I'm always the first one. I'm I don't.
0: I don't think they should be able to touch you. I don't. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it may have become when maybe because I when I was a kid, a friend's dad was dressed up and like grabbed my. I was like, I'm out. I left my whole candy bag. I'm like, not worth it. <laughs> I'm out. Like candy some other way. But well, yeah, <laughs> cool. karaoke. I'm not going to ask who's bad at karaoke because you can't be bad. It's all fun. It's no, all good. I bartend for karaoke. Right. But who's ma- who's the best? Do you want to give anyone shine? Yeah, anyone some shine?
1: Um. Gotta think who was killing it. Oh, definitely Mackenzie Ross and Lucy. Okay. And, and you know, Abby. They had some really good music going there. They were What were they
0: doing? Like, what type of stuff?
2: I little stuff little song. It was just
1: like it was just like throwbacks, like throwback songs. They were just they're having the time of their life. They were getting after probably that. like
2: two,
0: the two thousands, stuff from the two thousands. Yes,
1: yes, the stuff from That's the two. A-
0: I know how, yeah, I'm always, I'm always aware of how old I am and how old the players are. Cause I'm like, that's throwback to them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was someone in the bar rocking out to soldier boy and they're oh. like 23. And I was like, how do you like, this is like vintage, like classic. T-? And they're like, no, I did it in third grade. I'm like, right. Yeah. that makes sense." Karaoke yep. <laughs> machine on the bus is a good idea. Although, uh, you know, t- until it goes too, yeah. Until it goes too long. <laughs> We're, some players probably weren't into it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was, it went on for a couple hours. So <laughs> I
0: I remember being on choir trips on a bus and everyone was singing all the time. Like, guys, we all know we can sing. Yeah. It's the whole thing is that we can sing. We don't have to. Yeah. Well, uh, think... Who's the best player you played against in college? And you, maybe it's a memory of like some baller in high school who's who was really good. Who's the best? And it could be multiple, but.
1: Let's see. Got to think. Um,
0: I mean, so like, the all-time, you know, it's like Rachel Norton for Bemidji was like a, the best goal scorer besides Jenny. You know, in that time, I don't know if there's All like right. a defender who was bad for you as like an offensive player.
1: Um, I guess I always like Augie has some pretty good defensive. They're really good at like locking down, especially when you're playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a specific player, but I think yeah. that they always have, like, a really strong defense on Their you.
0: defense? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Vikings. How many – I'm curious, just, like, looking through stats, I'm curious because it's always interesting to know if players know or care about the stats. Like, I'm curious – do you know how many penalty kicks you've taken for Mankato and what your rate is? I mean, I know. I, uh,
1: I do not, honestly.
0: Do you – do you think – I mean, you've made every one. Do you, is that, I mean, that's the type of thing you'd probably remember that you're yeah. seven for seven. Have you guys been doing the PK practice? Yeah. Don't we always do a little
1: seven bit years. of PK practice just yeah. to kind of like, I think it helps a lot of people with their nerves, just kind of like. Yeah. Well, so you not- go to the
0: tournament most years, so it's kind of like you, It it's something I guess you're more used to in terms of like consistent every year, but how much, like, could, I mean, you don't have to say who, but it's like, do you guys know now, like, who your five would be? Or is it a thing of, may, on the day, too, I mean, he has to read, you know, what, what, what players are doing?
1: Yeah, I think they definitely have a really good idea of who they would select. and yeah. It could come down to um, day-to-day, because right. someone could be hurt during that time and they need to call the other one. So, definitely, they practice quite a bit of players they have that like day-to-day decision but i think in the end they know who their five would be if they had to put one out right now
0: right do you think at the level i mean you can get all the d2 games are i mean all this your opponents are streamed but like for your do you i don't know if it even comes into your brain or if it's the keeper training but do they go and watch all the penalties they can of the other i mean i guess you would but i don't know if you dig through to to do that work or not you know
1: um i don't know I, I feel like I worry.
0: Might, that's rat's job. Yeah,
1: right. It might benefit them, but I don't know because it's also like a day-to-day decision.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, opponents, you can't predict anything. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you if you're one of the people you think you would take one. Would you want it? To, you can just say not that, but would you want to take one if they? Oh,
1: for sure. Them. I love PKs. They're probably one of my favorite things.
0: Okay. Right on. So, Well, so speaking, I don't know if you ever had to do that in the playoff before but what's the favorite goal you've ever scored
1: um I think one of my favorite goals was definitely I think it was in 2019 in the elite uh the sweet 16 Uh one of my favorite goals was um kind of a top of the 18 far right and I like just sailed it over the goalie's head like upper 90 on the left hand side so I think just those like
2: yeah, like yeah, a left footed. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. where, like he just kind of bends in correctly. You kind of didn't think it was gonna go and it kind of happened. So I, I love those goals, like the little surprise goals.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. How, what's the favorite goal that you have so many assists, like I said, NSIC leader, right? I mean, did someone make you aware of that when that happened? You say like, the coach say it and, and or said, when you passed? Because like, you are the all time leader, aren't you? With 28.
1: Um I think so.
0: The last person had 26, like the previous. So, I mean, this year you've passed them. Yeah.
1: I had no idea until you actually told me that. I just, it's kind of fun. I always challenge myself each year. I wanted to break my record, but I don't think I'm going to break it this year. There's so <laughs> a lot of assists in one season.
0: No, all time. I mean, it's all-time in assists and then, like, you know, better with points. You're also high up in terms of Mankato. But, yeah, I mean, you know. I'm sure players always say like the team needs to win and that's just cool because the team wins. But I mean, does it, you're, you still have a run in you, but I mean like, you're going to be done with college soccer soon. I mean, how much does that mean something to you? Or, you know, is it nice to have something simple to like, remember, like hang your hat on? You got to get a plaque, by the way, we got to get NSIC to make something.
1: (laughs) Um, I think it's something super cool. Always a goal of mine to, um, challenge myself each year and i think that Mm. having that many assists is kind of something to be proud of because not a lot of people can say oh i have
2: Mm. this
1: record in assists or yeah and then just having the school record is kind of something special i remember before i even came here um, one of the coaches i would play in club was like go out there and break records like you got it and i was like Mm. just kind of remember that in the back of my head like yeah well people think that's super cool and i think that's super cool to be like yeah I broke a record.
0: Yeah. Well, and Tay, it's like, you know, we know know you got engaged uh, on the soccer field last year. So, I mean, you know, if there's ever, you know, a child in the future, it's like, mom could play dude like look yeah this is real that there's a name here's a here's a banner at the pitch it's like yeah (laughs) for sure sure. talk about that too because i saw it i saw on your instagram that you it must have been you got proposed to at a game last year talk about that i want to know what the how your reaction did you see it coming
1: um no i did not see it coming i'm I'm the world's most like oblivious person my mom my parents were down here my mom was like how did you not catch on after like, he was like dropping hints and I'm like, mom, I don't pay attention to that stuff, but
0: it (laughs) was- He was was dropping hints? You're not supposed to drop hints. Do you mean like he he wasn't-
1: He didn't mean, he actually sent me a text, asked me um, what the ring was. And I was like, I was oblivious. Oh, that's a hint. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, (laughs) (laughs) it was senior night. I think we were playing um, Southwest. And then uh, Mm -hmm. after the game, I got pulled out of the game early and I was just kind of like, oh, I played like crap. Like yeah. why am I sitting out so early? I thought I was doing good. Just kind of like in my head. But then after I remember Jenny was like, Hey, Bryn, like take your penny off. Like my mom wants a picture after the game. And I was like, Okay. Take uh-huh. it off.
0: And just, uh-huh.
1: She okayed with so everybody and I was running over to the um sideline and I'm like, Where is Jenny's mom? Like, she's trying to take a picture. And then um, my fiance Tanner walked on the field and I just have this vivid picture. Where my face is just like Looking at him when he's giving me a hug, like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, yeah, he doesn't like, normally
0: like, doesn't normally go. He
1: doesn't normally that. do it. And then like Jenny had known, and so everyone had stopped, and then like he proposed in front of everybody, and then like everyone went crazy, and then I remember it's a big old dog pile at the end. So, super cool. Only... End.
0: Oh man, how cool! Well, and you know they are your sisters. I'm sure in ways you oh, know yeah. that you're with. So it, that's a cool thing to share with them, and cool for the fans to get to see. Uh, look. It, I proposed someone once. I did not do it in public. It, I would be it, it's uh, it's bold. So I have to, what's your fiance's name?
1: Uh Tanner Meyer. He runs track here, so he's very oh yeah,
0: bold, my man. Way, way to go! It happened. What is it? What does he run in track?
1: Um, he's a middle distance, so like 800, 1500. Mm-hmm. Is his main events? I would say.
0: So he holding some big trophy. Was there some? What did he win? Something? Yeah, I mean- he got
1: third place in indoor nationals in the eight hundred. Yikes. Yeah. Wow.
0: wow. So he's fat is he faster than you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> faster yeah. Than
0: almost everyone. So yeah. <laughs> right. That's cool. Does he does he, is he into soccer as well?
1: Oh my gosh. she loves soccer.
0: Okay. If
1: there was a guys team I would be playing.
0: Okay. Right <laughs> on. Well, this leads into my question. So I want to ask if you weren't playing soccer in college, what would you be playing? What sport would be next for you?
1: Um, I think I would do track would be what what
0: events did you do it in high school
1: no I wanted to but back home track and soccer in the same season so I didn't want to put that much strain on my body but um, I would probably do like sprints and then like I really liked long jump when I did it yeah those are my two
0: so people but so you're saying you could have played both at the same time
1: you could back home. You could do two sports in the same season, yeah. but I would I would never do that. It, it's well, it's
0: yeah. Well, th- it sucks in terms of uh, also spring is such bad weather. Mm-hmm. Like that must be really bad for the. It must be you must have muddy games, right? Or what?
1: Yeah, we've had uh, luckily we had a turf field, so it was oh a, yeah. A, it didn't really matter, but yeah, we used to have grass, and it was.
0: And right that. well because like in Minnesota like baseball and softball like can't even have seasons here anymore like right. the way we have springs like they just it doesn't even it barely makes sense so it's yeah it is wow yeah so yeah do you play any other sports in high school though
1: um no I to do competitive dance I um stopped doing that freshman year mm-hmm. of high
0: school. Mm-hmm. so you went to done that in college the dance squad <laughs> no um,
1: i kind of i kind of did it more so for my friends my friends did it so then i was like well i gotta do right. it yeah, type yeah. Of thing. you just
0: dance in the locker room now yeah you don't have to the standards are lower dancing yeah. yeah. right
1: right <laughs> um
0: what's your favorite thing about mankato other than soccer obviously like your teammates and the soccer team and I, I gotta take your fiance out of it too i'm taking we gotta take him out of it what it what's aside from that what's your favorite thing about having been in mankato the last five years
1: um, I really love the atmosphere Mankato has, like, um, just in, like, um, school, like, everyone's kind of, like, there, and everyone's super friendly, and um, really just gets along, and um, I really love my cohort for my grad school, um, they're all, like, super funny, everyone has, like, funny personalities, and it's just, like, it's cool to see, like, everyone's different backgrounds, and um, mm-hmm. where they all came from, so I think just the whole school community I think is super awesome yeah. and the way they're connected to the community.
0: What's your grad program you're in now?
1: Um, I'm going for exercise physiology. So a master in that.
0: Right on. So then- I want to stay around the game or around sports for sure. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I kind of work more on cardiac rehab is what my, oh,
0: okay. Doing, so, okay. Well, making a difference. All right. right yeah. on, Very cool. Um, to end, uh, what are your plans for after? Or no, I want to ask before. What's your? Who's your favorite player? Do you have a favorite soccer player or multiple favorite players?
1: Um, I guess my favorite like pro players. and I really like Rose Lavelle? I think yeah. she's super good. Good, and then like of course Alex Morgan. I'm on that bandwagon. Sure. And then so. when David Beckham played, that was my that was my favorite.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was a fun. It was fun to watch. And I mean, yeah. look it's not hard to look at. He was, yeah. You know,
2: Right.
0: he's had, he had some hairs. I was, I saw a a picture when he, you know, when boyfriends match their partner's hair, when it's like, we did it with his girlfriends. He, they had matching hair that was like, this is not, this not good. This is a bad thing for both of you. That that, that was funny. But uh, yeah, Rose look, you joined the long list. I'd have to look back of uh, I have Roosevelt's autograph on, tattooed on my leg when I met her. And we've had probably five players in the last year when I asked, say, Roosevelt. Yeah. I yeah. like her because she's a great player, right? But also, like, I like it because she seems kind of like goofy and interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And she went to Wisconsin. So maybe I'm a little biased that she. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, that's Wisconsin proud for sure. Yeah. I'd love to get Sam Lewis's right next to it since they're like midfield right. or whatever yeah what are your plans for after this year you said exercise physiology you mentioned you know doing that ca- cardiac work is that what does that yeah. look like
1: um so i'll graduate in may so hopefully cool. hopefully i'll get a job in cardiac rehab right out of the bag but otherwise just kind of probably staying around mankato just kind of seeing where life takes us maybe cool. help a little bit around the team
0: yeah that'd be awesome yeah well you could use yeah i mean you use a, a wise, wise old veteran to help the team next year, for sure. Hopefully, you know, bragging them all about the NCAA tournament run you made this year, of course. Uh Yeah. Awesome. Bryn. we really appreciate your time on your birthday. Happy birthday. 23 you. years young. Got one more NCAA tournament run in your books.
2: <laughs> Sounds
0: good. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Bye.